Wow, what an incredible play by Trey Young. Defense broke down, nobody there to help, and Trey delivers. Spain pitches it out. An open three, Morant. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards, a basketball card podcast for hoops collectors, investors, and just NBA fans. I am Gary, your host. Excited to be with you at the beginning of the NBA play-in. This is the day, Tuesday, April something-something, and uh, the NBA regular season is over. So here we go, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Charlotte, San Antonio, Pelicans, Clippers, it's all on you, Paul George. I can't wait to talk about some play-in picks and predictions that I actually made the other day and I'm finally publishing today, but I'm telling you, telling you it's going to be a good time talking a little bit about new releases, origins, and uh, what's his cheese? Prism draft picks. And then also, a little bit about LeBron's basketball card market. What's the deal with that now that the Lakers are very un-Lakerish? I'm excited to be back with you, Hoops and Cards. Let's get after it. So I am pulling out of my driveway and heading to the card show and taking you guys with me. I just uh, finished up an article for hoopsandcards.com. Our, we've had the website for a while, just haven't promoted it, haven't updated it on a regular basis, but several really, really timely articles this week you'll want to check out, hoopsandcards.com. Today's was about... Actually, same topic as this podcast here, the NBA play-in. Are you watching? I like that they did this. I like that the 7 to 10 seeds get a chance to have a huge, huge game or two to get their teams into the playoffs. And uh, it's, I mean, in the East, you got four teams separated by a game. And you have the, the Brooklyn Nets last night playing against the Cavs. In previous seasons, if the the seeds were already set, you know, uh, guys like Kevin Durant wouldn't even be playing. They would sit sit out, just like a lot a lot of the teams that have clinched or the, the I guess the fate of their season is over. They are sitting their stars, and I'm not just talking about teams that are out of it, like Portland and Oklahoma City. We've talked about them in previous episodes. But uh, the play-in makes life a lot more interesting and showcases in some high-intensity, very important games coming up Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, a litany of young superstars. You've got the old guard, you know, the guys that we expect to do well. I said Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Paul George, maybe Kawhi Leonard, although don't get your hopes up. Uh, and then you got young guys like Trey Young and the Hawks, LaMelo Ball and the Hornets, DeJounte Murray and the Spurs. And uh, I like Keldon Johnson, and I cannot lie. A uh, lot of good young players here. Anthony Edwards. Did I already say Anthony Edwards? Because I like, I like just mentioning him again if I didn't. 
Darius Garland. So the play-in presents an opportunity really for you, for us as fans. There's that fan aspect of it's going to be fun to watch the games that I can watch at least or see the highlights of these players that whoever rises to the occasion, some of them will be those big names and others will be guys like out of nowhere, you know, Jaden McDaniels drops 15 and 10 or something and the T-Wolves win, you know, or Onyeka Okongwu, it's the game game winning putback from a Trey Young three. It, it's going to be fun as a fan, but it's also uh, an opportunity as an investor, basketball cards, investors. Like if you're thinking short term gains, I would go ahead and list cards of players that are playing in the play in and you could either do a buy it now and just wait for good offers when those guys play well next week because they're going to, right? If you want to sell them, that's if you want to sell high when they're playing well. Uh, you know, or you could start an auction that would end during the third or fourth quarter of one of those games. So if you have some cuz that's when people are thinking about them, that's when a lot of the eBay, the eBay buying hours where the most eyes are looking at that site, most eyes are searching for things would be like 8 to 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. 8 to 11 p.m. So, by the way, that's also NBA primetime playoff game time. So, if you if you list cards, I guess that um, depends on if they're on the East Coast. Either way, if you if you list cards that will end in the second half of those games or shortly after those games, there's a chance. With auctions, there's no guarantee, but I'm telling you, there is a chance. That player plays really well. People jump in and buy. Now, that's especially when a guy comes out of nowhere. The Terrence Mann principle. A guy comes out of nowhere. Last year's playoffs has a fantastic game, makes a bunch of threes. They don't miss Kawhi so much. The Clippers, you know, advance or look like they're going to. And Terrence Mann cards just fly off the, you know, fly off the website. Like, anyway. And then a week later, Terrence Mann is a no- nobody, you know, and he hasn't played that well since. Um, but there may be a guy that has a, like, a one or two game wonder, you know, that uh, is a young prospect or you might have a rookie card of, and you say, all right, I'm going to go ahead and list cards of this guy or at least have them at the ready, you know, to sell. Um I wanted to get on here and give a few predictions on the play-in. And I also want you to, like I said, check out that article on hoopsandcards.com. It has five or six really good principles or things to think about investing in the play-in or not. Just things to be aware of, card collector and fan. But my my picks for the play-in, I, I, I think most people believe Brooklyn will advance, that Brooklyn will beat Cleveland on Tuesday night in Brooklyn now they got home court because of that but that Kevin Durant's just going to be too hard to stop Cavs aren't at full strength you know without all-star center Jared Allen still and without Colin Sexton and this even this current lineup having not played together with Evan Mobley healthy for a while since you know last night was their first time doing it in a while so I think Brooklyn advances and uh the Charlotte Atlanta game wow that That could be just a, a shootout. That uh, that that Trey Young versus Lamelo Ball thing, I think, is going to be a rivalry in the league for long, long time. Uh, 
And I don't even know who I'd pick, but I'm picking Charlotte. I'm rooting for Charlotte. I'm picking Charlotte. I I think Atlanta has had a roller coaster year. They could easily step up and win that game. Nobody'd be surprised. But my prediction is that Charlotte has uh, more, just more weapons that are reliable. Whereas Trey Young and who knows what you're going to get from Hunter that night or Bogdanovich that night or you know Capella. Who like I. I'm not as confident in that group as I am in, yeah, Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, and uh, Gordon Hayward. The whole the whole group around Lamelo or the Lamelo. I mean, he obviously raises their games too, and he's playing great ball. So, no pun intended. Great ball, Lamelo ball. <laughs> I would say then the Charlotte and Cleveland game. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. I think it would be in Cleveland the next night, Wednesday night, and. Um, the winner gets the Miami Heat. So, good luck with that. But, my heart says Cleveland. And, my head says Cleveland. And here's why. Uh, Cleveland has two things that, that Charlotte does not and that they, they desperately need. I would say this. Cleveland has a lead scorer point guard who is consistent in his shooting and in his three-point percentage. I don't know which LaMelo I'm going to get from night to night that way. One night LaMelo could have 35, the next night he could have 11. He is he is not Mr. Consistency and with all the adrenaline, all the excitement of them rising to the occasion and beating Trey Young and the Hawks the night before, I believe LaMelo and company walk into uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland and they meet a determined, hungry, rested Cleveland team with Darius consistency and Evan Mobley's defense. And just enough around them. I think Karis Levert could be a huge key in that game. And I also think the Cavs have to figure out a way to slow down Miles Bridges. Isaac Okoro is a good defender. Chetty Osman is a good defender. But Miles Bridges is an all-star. Uh, should have been. Miles Bridges is a legit stud on that team and has led Charlotte in scoring many nights. So I'm going with Cleveland. So Cleveland and Brooklyn advance. And for card picks, I like Kevin Durant. I like Darius Garland. I like LaMelo Ball. And uh, the Hawks thing, you know, I think Trey Young's cards are like people are trying to give them away. And uh, if you've got friends that are giving away... Trey Young rookies, Trey Young, any, anything Trey Young, I would take it because I think this is just a slightly down year for the Hawks, and that believe me, they will be back. They will be so back and so good in these next few years. So Trey Young, a decent buy as far as flipping cards for those series. I wouldn't do it unless you get a deal on Lamelo today, sell it in a week. But I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see a lot of spikes that I would want to jump in on here. We'll get to the Western Conference and some thoughts about um, the newly released Prism Draft, Prism Collegiate cards. Hobby Box came out yesterday, so I've got some thoughts on that that may not shock you. And they're missing shots too. Hero from the... Yes. 
Dunkin' Cookies backcourt for rookies, non and hero. All right, so here I am. It's like three days after I recorded that first part, and I want to make sure this episode gets out before the play-in games tonight. So here, here it is. Uh, yeah, I want to stand by whatever I said in the first <laughs> the first segment. I'm pretty sure I said, I you know, like the rest of the world, I think Brooklyn is gonna take it tonight and beat the Cavs, and I think the Cavs, now that Evan Mobley's back, you could probably flip a coin between them and, um, you know, Charlotte and Atlanta, it really just depends on who gets hot of their, of their young guards, really, if, if Darius Garland explodes tomorrow night, then the Cavs take it, if, if LaMelo or Trey Young, you know, whoever advances, LaMelo's been awesome. Anyway, I want to get to a couple of new releases in the basketball card world since we've got a long time till we get the old uh, Prism and Optic and those mainline releases. I'm not a fan of Prism draft picks, collegiate draft picks cards that released last week, I think Friday, and I watched some of the, I think I watched like half of an unboxing of those, and it just seems like Prism... um, you know, to, unless you're a fan of those college basketball teams that they played for, they want to release something before a lot of the pro prism stuff and the pro, you know, the awesome cards that are coming up. Um, they, they want you to, to spend on those. And I just, I can't, I can't, I, I don't collect them. And I'm not just speaking for me personally. I think a lot of people would rather wait and see the guys in their pro uniforms. The Evan Mobley in the Cavaliers uniform, the one that he's going to be wearing the next 15 years, not the one that he wore for like 12 games last year. So, so yeah, I mean, it's good to know what they are. And, and certainly what I've started to do now, because a lot of my uh, picks or cards that I'm looking for are prism cards or rookie cards of some of these players. I'll go in on an eBay search and, and maybe, you know, if you type in prism draft picks, it'll search mainly for cards that are prism draft picks. But if you go in and you put a minus symbol, like that dash right in front of the word draft or right in front of the word draft and the word picks, like minus draft, minus picks, then eBay will eliminate any search results that have those words in them, draft or picks. I love that. Love, love, love it. And uh, it it basically gets those off of my feed, off of my search. So uh, you're welcome for that little tip. I, I didn't learn that until maybe three or four months ago, but it has saved me a ton of time and uh, certainly some years of my eyes scrolling all over those prism picks. Uh, Origins, however, Panini Origins, that is a nice looking card that's harder to find and I think they're only in hobby boxes and I I like those. Um, Those I think just released and those are some great looking cards. You can search for Panini Origins, Cade Cunningham, or Panini Origins, Jalen Green, and see a lot of cards that pop up. And those those are some of my favorite looking. They're a little bit like the old Topps Inception for football and I believe baseball. But uh, but yeah, harder to harder to find. So an eBay search with the word Origins is a great idea. I'm I'm really just holding out for the the upcoming releases of Prism. Optics, Select, and Mosaic, and mainly Prism still, not because I love it the most necessarily. It's not, 
it's not always my favorite design. It's just like the Coke classic. It's the one everybody's searching for. It's like Apple, uh, you know, it's the, it's the, it's usually the best slash most popular brand that people want to search for. And I'm, I'm interested to see if, you know, how right now you can find cards of contenders or chronicles, or you can find extra boxes of Donruss and packs of Donruss on the shelves at Walmart and Target, these retail releases, because they've, they've produced a lot and because demand has gone down a bit. I wonder if that's going to be the same way for Prism or if Prism will still be like, you got to get there at the right time or you got to know somebody or they sell out online in the first 82 seconds. Like I'm, I'm very curious about that. I assume they'll still be the most in demand, but, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to you know, reach out and say, hey, new releases are, are gradually happening, not as fast as we'd like. And I'm not really targeting any of them. I, I do like on some of these Donruss laser cards, the Donruss rated rookie laser cards that are coming out. I'm looking at getting some of the um, Evan Mobley's, Jalen Green's as their prices are going down. So they're going down because people are spending their money elsewhere. They didn't want to pay the high price for having the new shiny, literally shiny thing, shiny toy, right? They're not the brand new release anymore. So, so there you go. That's my thought on the upcoming new releases, um, waiting for prism, waiting for optic and, uh, not really paying attention to these draft picks minus draft minus picks. The wickedly talented. All right, so today I am uh, also going to recap. I, I did get to go to the card show on Saturday and loved it. I must have stayed for five hours, maybe six, and got a lot of good deals on all the usual suspects. Uh, one of the cheap autograph rookies I got was Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe Silver Select Autograph. I don't think it's numbered, but it's an awesome card. And uh, five bucks, sure, I'll take it. I also got a Darius Garland Origins rookie. I said a minute ago how much I like the Origins set. That is cool. I I find that I still cannot resist the Tyrese Maxis and the Darius Garlands in front of me. I um, I bought another, I don't know, 13 or 14 uh, Tyrese Maxi cards that were part of bundle deals. Bundles are the best, by the way. Have I said that enough? So I want to conclude this episode with a few thoughts on LeBron James's card market, LeBron James's card values. And, you know, if I had to, to look at the last three years where I've just been back at it as far as collecting and investing basketball cards, for most of those three years, it has felt like LeBron is, of the current players, LeBron is the most stable, uh, trustworthy legacy and long-term talent to invest in. I still feel that way, but this right now is kind of a downtime or a down period for his cards. So it might be, you know, now or these next three, four or five months is a buying opportunity for you and me with LeBron's. I, uh, I have targeted and have in my little budget plan. I use YNAB, you need a budget app, which is great. I use that just to, uh, help plan out what cards I want to buy um, I, I created a separate account so everything makes sense and it's not mixed in with any other like family money and stuff. It's my 
My Hoops and Cards account is what it is. It's none of your business, the rest of it. Just kidding. I'll tell you some of that. But uh, I have a line item in that budget for LeBron 2003 Tops PSA uh, 8. And that card has wavered anywhere between $400 and $700 over the last nine months. Right now, a lot of them are closer to, what I see, are closer to the $450 mark. And that's as basketball season, the NBA season, concludes. Where it's going now, I think, is a little bit down. I think you're going to see a 20% drop in LeBron cards. Not because anybody's down on LeBron or thinks he's not top two all time, uh, but just because it's not basketball season. And like the rest of the market, stuff goes down. So he is sort of like the Tom Brady, you know, current GOAT that's playing and uh, still has a chance to add more rings, add more championships. I don't think it looks good right now for the Lakers moving forward, but there's all sorts of possibilities with what they could do, who they could sign, who they could trade for. You know, it's going to feel like a big um, soap opera, really a drama over these next six months to see what they decide to do or what they can do to, to improve that lineup around LeBron and Anthony Davis. But they made a huge mistake with Russell Westbrook, and I don't know who would want to trade for him. I'm just saying right now, these next few months would be the best time, especially when uh, graded cards, the, the price of grading and the speed of grading is not ideal right now. You could buy already graded cards, you know, that, that, that added value baked into the card right now as the basketball card market for teams that aren't in the playoffs. Remember, uh, they're not in. The Lakers didn't even make the play in. So, so here they are, right? And uh, it's, it's your opportunity to get in on what I still feel is one of the, safe isn't the right word, but one of the most um, rally-proof investments and fad-proof investments in the hobby is LeBron James. So tops, tops chrome from 2003, just about anything graded, certainly anything numbered, man, those, those are always of value and going up. The LeBron market's going to be down, but that just means it's a chance to, to get back in it. Hey everybody, that's a wrap on this episode of Hoops and Cards. I hope you enjoy watching the NBA play-in games. They happen tonight, so, and tomorrow night, if you are LaMelo. And then your season will be over if you are Keldon Johnson. I'm no prophet. What do I know? I'm just saying this is a wrap on this episode. Love to hear about any deals or sports card related questions, especially basketball cards. Hit me up with a direct message or a comment at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, or you can always email at hoopsandcardspodcast at gmail.com, or you can just ignore me and say, no, I'm not interacting with you. I'm just going to write a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and say how much I love the podcast Hoops and Cards. Hey, if that's what you want to do, it's your life and I hope you do it. So hope you guys have an awesome week. Got another new episode coming at you before you know it. So yeah, play in. Jared Allen, please get healthy if you're listening. Bye.